0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirma Madafiyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat uh, Shabbat, Taf Tzadi Gimel Amud Bet, uh, nearing the end of this very short parakamatsnei, which, again, as we've mentioned, is um, packed full of important general concepts about malacha, which spin off of carrying as an example. And so, in our Mishnah, Motzi Ochalin Pachot Mikashiyur bikli. Let's say that you take out food which is less than cashew or less than a grogret, let's say, in classic food. And you take it out in a basket, as an example. Patur afalakli, you're exempt for everything. Even though the kli is, of course, of size. Shakli tfeilalo, because the vessel, the basket, the box, whatever it is, is secondary, uh, and ancillary to the food. So, you're not chayav for the kli, because the kli is not your main object of caring. You're not chayav for the food, because it wasn't enough. Let's say you carry a live person out on a bed. You're exempt for everything. You're exempt for the live person. We'll see why. And for the bed, because it's ancillary to the person. If you carry out a corpse, then you're chayav. Bechen kazayit min amet, or kazayit <laughs> <or laughs> of amet, <laughs> because that's metame. Bechazayit min anvelah, <laughs> same things <as laughs> <laughs> <laughs> of the v'tumah. Bechad hasha v'nasherah, so all these are minimum sizes of v'tumah. <laughs> chayav, and Rabbi Shimon, in all those cases, is poter. <laughs> all right, we'll have to see why. Let's go step by step. Tanu Rabbanon, ha'motzi o'chalin k'shiur. Im b'kli, chayav ala o'chalinu patur ala So, if you carry out food which is the proper amount, if it's in a basket or some box, you're for the food, but not for the box. But if the kli was something that you that was needed for the food, or shall we say, you needed the kli for something else, like you wanted to take it outside, you're for that too. Shma um, from here, that. That seems to imply something very strange, because. Sounds like Rechaev twice, one for the food, one for the Kli, two separate Chataot. And the implication is that if you forgot Chele was Asur, and you had two Kazetim, Rechaev twice, which is very strange. So what is this case? You forgot about, that as far as the food was concerned, but you had intent to carry the Kli, knowing that that, that was Asur. So I'm ashivabah afala cliq tani, but the brightness says afala which means whatever the khiva was on the food is now also on the clee because you needed it. How the ravash and goncha gag bazel bazet. Vinodalo bhazar vinodalo. What happened is you carried out the clee, you then remembered it was Asur, then you, you forgot again, and then the food came out, inside of the clear came out. Uh, about whether having Yidia in the middle of an Avira makes it two separate Chiyuvim or not. Okay. Now, uh, that means that Ravashi, uh, takes the position, uh, that you are Chayav twice. And that, uh, Rav Shesha would take the position that you're not Chayav twice, therefore he's not going to be Ma'amidat that you remembered in the middle. And therefore he will take the position like Rav and Lakish that you're not Chayav twice. And that therefore he says you're shogun on one and on the other. Now it's a mita patur af mita. So let me end it to Rabbi Natan here. V'lo Rabban. Sounds like our Mishnah follows Rabbi Natan, who says you're exempt for carrying a live person out. Tanya, Hamatzibei Machayavaf lushtad bim. You carry an animal out. Benchayin ben Meshchutin, whether live or dead. Chayav. Rabbi Natan omer al Hashchutin chayav, v'al chayin patur. You're exempt if you bring a live animal out. Why? Shachain ol se'itatzmo, because animals can carry themselves, which means you're carrying it didn't really get it outside. It could have carried itself. So, Amar Rava, it could be that in our case, the Rabbanon agree. And they disagree with him about animals. They fall, they don't walk straight, whatever. But a human being who can carry himself properly, maybe they would agree with Rabbanon, that you're exempt for carrying a live person out. This doesn't mean a tiny baby, this means somebody who can already walk. So he challenged him and says, non ben This goes back to the Mishnah of Udazara. It talks about animals you're not allowed to sell to non-Jews because they're going to end up getting worked on Shabbat. Ben Batera says, You're allowed to sell a sus. Why? Ben sus. Because even the malacha that the non-Jew is going to do with the sus, which is riding the horse, is malacha. that's not really malacha that Yochai are for. So therefore, you, as the seller, are not so banned from selling the animal that then may engage in a shvut. However, Rabbi Yochanan's comment then was that this position of Ben Beter about the sus, and Rabbi Natan's position about carrying it on Shabbat, agreed uh, had one principle. If you think the Rabbanin, don't disagree with Rabbi Rabbanin, except with the kind of animals that fall and don't walk straight, but a horse, they wouldn't say that about, if they wouldn't say about a person. so my ear Ben Betei, why did Rabbi Yochanan say Ben Betei and natan agree? You would say, everybody agrees with, Rabbi, with Ben Betei about this. And so it's going, Rami Yachana, Mitzus HaMiyuchad Leofot, Rabbi Yochanan, was only referring to, it said that ben rule was only about a horse that regularly carries out a foot. In other words, the horse is carrying a person. And if you say that that even Rabbanan would agree that carrying a person is something you're not chayyav for, then the horse is not going to be involved in a malachah that comes with a chatat. So why why did Rabbi Yochanan say that's something that that Rabbi Natan would agree with, even Rabbanan would agree with it? The answer Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan says is Rabbi Yochanan is referring, when he was saying Ben-Beteira and Rabbi Natan agreed that Ben-Beteira's case was a horse that's specifically used to carry birds out that are part of a trapping uh, procedure. When do you have such a thing? In Ika Devei V'yadan. There's a particular place where they would bring them out and they were part of the trapping other birds system. Rabbi Natan agrees that if you have a person who's tied down, or an animal, let's say, who's tied down, and you carry him out, then he, you these, um, the, these, uh, these soldiers come out, or like, uh, Kfutim because they have all their armor on, and it's very hard for them to get off, these soldiers. And therefore, uh, and they're on the horses. And remember, Rabbi Yochanan said that Ben Batera, who allows you to sell horses to them, agrees with Rabbi Natan, who, according to what you said, if somebody's tied down, then he would agree with chayav. The answer is, they don't, they don't, They're not tied down on the horse. They're just very haughty, and they have other people pick things up for them. Parsa there was a particular uh, soldier who got in trouble, and the king got angry at him, and the soldier got off and ran three parts out without his feet. Which means he's able to run, he just uh, typically won't get down to run. It's beneath him. Okay, atamet pemitach haya v'chimiz avin amet etc. Rav Yosav Rav Shimon Lakish. So this goes out either back to Rav Yosav to Rav Shimon Lakish, maybe both. Potel haya Rav Shimon ap motziat amet lekovero. So now Rav Shimon, as we know, we've seen this before, and we saw it chiefly in the second parak has the position that So for instance, when you put out a candle not because you want the ash but because you just want there not to be a candle uh, lit you're patur according to Rabbi Shimon. And that's what Rabbi Shimon says if you take a mate out, you're patur because you don't want the mate out you just don't want the mate in So he says, Rabbi Shimon would say that you're patur for the mate even if you're carrying the mate out to bury him so Rabbi Shimon agrees that if you take out a a shovel in order to use it to dig, or a Sefer Torah in order to read from it, the Chayav. Now, by the way, in both those cases, it's not that you want the object there, it's you want the use of the object. So Peshit, it should be obvious. If you would call that malacha shensich lagufa, then what would he call malacha shensich lagufa? Shimon, you'd never be chayy for anything. So, ma'u te ma'adiika lagufo u Gufa. I might think that Rabbi Shimon demands that it has to be something that you need for the object and for its malacha. Like you're taking a shovel out, not only to dig with it, but also to make a new handle for it. Sefer Torah Torah that you both want to correct and to read with. So in other words, it has to be something where you actually want the object there and you want the use of the object there. That's what I would think. So Kamash the Rabbi Shimon would agree that I'm taking a shovel out because I want to dig with it, not because I want it out of my house because dirty. Because I want to dig with it, that's enough, even if the shovel itself is not going to gain from its going outside. Okay, who Shachma Dahma Bedrukra? There was a corpse. Show Nachma Yitzhak Lafuka the Karmelit. Rem Nachma said you can take him al out of the house to a Carmelite. Rabbi Akhan Akud, the moderator of Nachma Yitzhak, so he asked him, Come on, who are you holding like Rabbi Shimon? Aim a path of Khatat, all Rabbi Shimon says is if you take a mate out chayav. Khayav, Isura Banamiika, there's certainly an issu to do so. And to take him to a Karmelite? So Malayha Elohim? The aylet bayat. What you're so smart, you know everything. It was like an oath. Even Rabbi Yehuda would be matre. Rabbi Yehuda says and for Four, in this case, would say it's mutar. Why? To me, coming to the rabim. I didn't say take him out to rishut the rabim. The karmel coming. I said take him out to Karmelit, which is a rishut the rabbanan. Because after all, what's a general rule? That uh, respect for the dead. Or respect for, people, for human dignity, which includes respect for the dead, uh, trumps a uh, lotase in the Torah. And as we said, both in the third paragraph of Brachot and in the third parak of Menachot, what's the lotase Shabbat Torah? The lotase of lotasur. Meaning to violate the Durabanan. So the Rabbanan, the prohibitions that are Durabanan do not stand up to a a violation of human dignity. And uh, you got a corpse here, so we allow him to take him outside and to be in a safe, protected place in a carmelite, even though that's a rabbanan. And even our Bearder would agree with that. We have a Mishnah in Negaim. You're not allowed to, uh, take out, uh, simane, uh Tzarat. It's an Esau in the Torah. So what happens if you do that, or you burn an area that's, uh, that's a, a Nega? Now remember, if you have one hair, you're not Tamei. So if you had two hairs and you pulled one out, you'd be Tamei, because you're erasing the Tuma. What if you had three and you pulled one out? You're still Tamei. Let's see why. Rachman says, you're taking one out of three is helpful, because if another one falls out, or gets taken out, you're now not Tamei. So your action was meaningful. Sheishim are patur because hashdimiad. How you tell the tumah? Rav Sheishim says you're patur because you did not make yourself not tameh with this action. So Rav Sheishim, I'll prove it to you. In our Mishnah, we said that if you take out a kazayit, meaning the middle amount of tumah, you are chayav. Hachatzizayit patur. The implication is if you took out less than a kazayit, you'd be patur, even though theoretically, if another half kazayit were to come out, you'd have enough for tumah. I, we have a brighter that says, if you take out a half a kazayt, you're chayyav. My, la vatayne da fuki chazizayt mi kazayt. Doesn't, isn't it the case that the brighter that says you're is when you took half a kazayt away from a kazayt? Vahadit non patur dapi chazizayt mi kazayt du And when you say patur, it's when you took half a kazayt from a full kazayt, plus one and a half, so that there's one left, so you have not disrupted Tuma there. Whereas it's one kazayit, you take half out, you've now erased the tuma there and it's meaningful. So Ibn Nachman's answer is no, right? of both, chayav. In both cases you're chayav, in a case like that. On patur, when do we say patur? When you took a chatzizayit from a huge body where you're taking it out didn't mean anything, the tuma is there and it's not going away so quick, and even if a kazayit and two fall off, you still got a full body there. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick up the, for the last couple of Mishnayot to end the parak. Um, that will again look at particular uh, particular malachot as a way of examining some general uh, concepts about malacha. Anytime, the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.